0: Welcome along everyone to Northumberland FA podcast from the sidelines. Um, pro to coach. Our um, well, guest today is Yannick Azekoa, um, currently at Newcastle United Academy. Welcome along Yannick and thanks for giving up your time today to discuss your journey.
1: Thanks guys. appreciate you having, having me along.
0: Um, so Yannick, do you just want to explain to everyone um, what you're doing at present?
1: Um, yes guys. At present, um, I'm working with a pre-academy at Newcastle United Football Club and with Newcastle United Foundation. I've just finished my second year on a foundation sports coaching degree with Sunderland University and looking to do my top of year in September. As as well as all of this, most of my time is spent coaching grassroots football team, wide open juniors, where I currently have an under-7 and under-8 team.
0: Fantastic, Yannick. Um so you, you were at Newcastle United as a as a as a young lad, Yannick. Um can you just explain sort of what happened there, how long we were at Newcastle for, um,
1: yeah.
0: and sort of what was going through your mind um at the end of at the end of that time?
1: Yeah. Um so start my journey, I, w- I was picked up and on the club radar from the age of nine. And by 10 years old, I was lucky enough to have been invited into the system where I spent most of my Friday nights training with the development squad or playing games. Um, At the time, there was plenty of opportunities playing against the current registered academy players in front of um, the recruitment staff, coaches and scouts. Um, it It was always in me to perform my best and show everyone what I could do and why I deserve to be on the other team as an official academy player. Um, With great guidance and support from the staff I've worked with, I was hopefully able to shine during these games, which then moved me on to the next step in my journey. Um, I was offered a six week trial with the academy players and joined in with their current game programme, where I was able to convince, convince the coaches that I deserve to be there um i think i remember my first game i scored a goal um a header that was going off target to be honest <laughs> but <laughs> kindly guided into the call by the opposition uh which of course as you know you've, you've got to claim those sorts of things you've got to claim it so yeah, absolutely it, it was my goal 100 <laughs> percent um following the successful trial it's in september 2011 i was offered an academy place with the current under 13s for the 2011-2012 season Um words obviously can't explain the feelings that day when uh, my dad showed me that offer letter i was absolutely buzzing and um, i think within that letter it was a case of just let us know when when you're ready to sign and i think <laughs> within, within 10 minutes yeah back, back in, was in my house for signing the papers and i was an academy player absolutely buzzing yeah um July 2015, I was fortunate enough to have been offered a two-year scholarship um, with the club. And in 2017, I went on to sign my first professional contract as an under-23 player. Obviously, loads of highs, loads of Mm. great experiences. I think that's that's what you can call it the most, experience. I think that's what it's all about. Different experiences, working with different coaches, different staffs the social events, tournaments, the experience was fantastic, um, obviously sadly time came to an end in June 2018, um, I think the word to best describe that, my feelings then was disappointment, um, disappointment of obviously being so close yet so far, yeah. um, but as as you understand it's just how football works and yeah, you're really up against it from the start when you look at the, the figures out there in terms of um, how many people from the academy academy players get into the first team. So you know from a from a young age that the odds are against you, but you always you always do shoot for the stars as it's only right to, and hope that the lucky stars do stay stay with you throughout your journey. Uh, but unfortunately, my lucky stars at the club at that time have come to an end.
0: Yeah, I mean, taking the positives out of out of your time at the at the club, Yannick, you must have had some great sort of coaching experiences, you know, the support and guidance that you received throughout that time.
1: Yes, um, loads um different coaches with different coaching styles. Um, for me, I think the coach that really helped my game there was, I think, Vince. Um at the time I think Vince and Ronnie Thompson, which he was the first coach I had alongside Dave Calvin, I believe. Um as you get as you get as you progress through, sorry, and you work with different coaches, you sort of you learn new things and your the guide the guidance is different. Um what you expected to be able to do from a young age is totally different to when he gets to under 18s and it's a bit more serious. Um, so different experiences, um, which obviously helped massively in developing me as a player at the club.
0: Yeah, and have you taken any of any of that, I suppose, knowledge, that expertise um, that the coaches obviously were giving you as a player into your experiences uh, and your qualities as a coach now?
1: Yes, 100%. I think what's probably play play the biggest part of um let's just say my success so far as a coach um is the fact that i've i've been involved in many top sessions by top coaches and a lot of the sessions were able to um sort of stay stay with me Um, so yeah
0: yeah absolutely absolutely That, that that's that will have supported in a great way. Um, how did you get into coaching? And so you, you've you've left Newcastle, Yannick. And I would have thought it's like, what do you do next? Is it for you?
1: Yeah, that that's what that's exactly what it is. It's it's sort of um, all I've known is football. That's my yeah. life. Um, waking up, football, afternoon football, evening football, matches on the weekend. You sort of have that um, routine, um, week in week out. And then all of a sudden that routine stops, it's a case of, well, what, what do I do now? Um, and For me, the biggest, the biggest, um, so the biggest people in my life at that time would be, obviously, my family, yeah. um, which is the most important thing. Um, obviously, as you, as you progress, it's always useful to stay um, rooted to the ground and the family played a massive part in that so I was always advised on what I should do with my um, my earnings in terms of saving, um, what I should look to invest in um, and stuff like that so um, I thank them a lot for that. Um, During my scholarship I was put on a level one and a level two coaching badge by the club and gained those qualifications as it was an interest to me at the time Mm -hmm become a coach somewhere along my journey. Um, I came in a coaching through Warwick Stevenson, um, a name that I'm sure you would have heard of and I'm convinced there's not a person out there that doesn't know who he is. <laughs> um, I remember I met Warwick Stevenson through Little Kickers. So I worked for Little Kickers when I left the academy for a little while. Um, so I met Warwick through Little Kickers. I was coaching his son there at the time. Um, He invited me into time at college where he currently worked and basically we just sat down, talked through my current lifestyle, my qualifications, um, aspirations and pretty much we drew out a a mind map with short and long-term goals and he was obviously able as well to point me in the direction of wide open Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I got involved with weekly sessions. I enjoyed it so much that I, I, I decided to take one of the new under sevens team. Mm-hmm. And it just stemmed from there, really.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really um it's good to hear that there's this there's, there's people out there that want to support uh and, and, and give you that help that you've had there to give you a little bit of guidance to to give you that that sort of that toe in the door, um, which I believe everyone, everyone needs it in, in some capacity. Um, what challenges, what challenges did you have to overcome, you know, to get on get on that coaching pathway? Uh, or was that was there not any? Was it just an open an open opportunity for you,
1: Yannick? Um, it was an opportunity in terms of challenges, probably just the minor ones. Obviously, with the whole registering as a coach, because I think my most of my data was still on the system as an uh, an academy professional player. Yeah. So I think me and Warwick had some difficulties in terms of um, accessing the data, and of, um, accessing the data, which would then allow me to um, be registered with the club. Um, yeah. But in terms of real challenges, no. Um, it was always it was always something I wanted to do, like I said before, at some point in my life. Um, so for me, it was, was no-brainer to get involved and see where that took me. And as, as at the time, I was just a young boy who was enthusiastic in coaching at the time and just wanted to share the little knowledge that I had with young aspiring footballers, as well as learn and gain more knowledge from the others. In order to develop myself, which would then, in a the long run, help me to develop players even more.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, you just said there about learning, and I think that's sort of a big area of within your work ethic is that you 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 need to, and you've got to want to keep learning and continue to learn to develop your skill set uh, and knowledge in the profession.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, big part of, uh, of my life, is, it's learning. Um, you've got to learn. If you don't learn, you'll just, you just stay where you are and you won't get any better. Um, even what you think you know, there's always something else you can add to it. Um, so never be content. Always learn from who you can, always learn from where you can and try and take as much in as possible.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you you mentioned there that you did your level one and your 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 level two when you were at uh, Newcastle. Um, Where are you present with your with your coaching qualifications?
1: I would say I'm still very. I'm still at a pretty early stage. Um, I think as I've done my level one and level two, 2015, I think. Um, obviously, I hadn't used that for a while until I came out of the system. Um, so coming out of the system was a case of, right, so I've got my level one, I've got my level two. I'm i I'm coaching now, I'm coaching the team here, I'm coaching teams there. How does this, um, so how does the education I've learned in my level one, level two, how does that fit in? Um, and sort of learning about my coaching style. So that, that took me a few years to obviously... Um, adjust and learn about what the level one level two required from me as a coach. Um, so once I was happy and i I feel like but always there's always room for improvement. I just felt I was ready for the next challenge, which was my UEFA B, which I am currently doing in order to obviously further develop and learn some more.
0: Yeah, and how are you finding that at the minute, Yannick? Yeah,
1: UFAB. Um, I think the most surprising thing is it's it's very different to um, coaching young team. So I think the UFAB is mainly aimed at adult football, but there is obviously parts that you can link to the young ages. Obviously, myself working with the young ages from the start, there is loads to learn. Um, obviously, I'm expected to be using high language and more in-depth um sessions um so yeah
0: yeah good good all part of the process yannick isn't it all part of the process
1: yeah um
0: so you mentioned you were coaching at the academy at present um and you have one of the uh foundation phase teams at wide
1: open and um, how are we finding that? Um, the academy is brilliant, yeah. uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, it's just nice to be back to a familiar site, um, it's great as well to see some of the current staff and coaches there obviously with my time there and the most important thing for me now is because the club gave me so much Um, What can I now give back to the club? Um, What can I give back to the there? And that's the attitude I sort of took. Um, Obviously the experiences they gave me was, like I said, um, fantastic and unbelievable. And I will forever always have a place in my heart for that club. Um, So it was always in me to try and give back to the staff that looked after me the coaches that educated me and helped me through my development.
0: Yeah, and that must be nice for you as well, going back to the back to the club where you had so many years there, um, and now trying to support some of the players coming through the through the academy system within the club.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, love it. Um, it's a great environment as well. Uh, yeah the pre the pre-academy which is where I'm working at mainly currently um, kids come in so young and just seeing them smiling enjoying football at such an early age. It's unbelievable the talent that they have um, and just if there's any, any way I can help them along their journey obviously having haven't been there for a while, understand the system, if there's any way I can help them to potentially get even better than where I got, then that's my aim really.
0: Yeah, and I think your experiences from what you went through um, can only help support the young players starting out on their journey as well. Yes, definitely,
1: definitely. I I think that's one of the most important things as well. You can relate to you can relate to the players in that current um, atmosphere because you've been there, sort of, and you've got that. So you probably have a better understanding of how they might feel um, what they enjoy, what's going to bring the best out of them. Um, so as as a coach, as a coach, for example, I always, growing up in and um, going through the system, it was always the case of who was my favorite coach? Why were they my favorite coach? What did they have that no one else had? And whichever coach was able to give me the best experience, I, I'm sort of trying to be like that coach. Um, just to be able to give the same experience to the kids there, and obviously as well, express my own my own by myself as well. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I think what what you're saying there, Yannick, it's it's uh, it's them role models, haven't they? That have had an impact on you.
1: Yes, yes. Um, role models. Uh, I, I think every every year I had a, I had great coaches. Yeah. The ones that, ones that stand out. Um, like I mentioned Ronnie Thompson, um, Vince Vince Hutton. Um, I think Neil Winskill was fantastic, Liam Bromley is fantastic, um, Dave Watson, Kevin Phillips. So I, I was really lucky to have worked with so many great coaches who all guided me along, guide guided me along the path um, to be the best that I can be.
0: Yeah, that's that's great to hear that, Yannick. Um, what do you most enjoy about your, your current roles then?
1: Um, most enjoy my current roles, it's got to be just the smiles on, yeah. smiles on faces from the kids. Um, it, it's the fact that kids kids are like sponges, they soak up everything you say, um, they want to learn, they're hungry. Um, and also the most important thing was is that the mutual connection that um i have with the young people and because we all share the same love for the sport of football um so really enjoy my current role especially with the pre-academy working with some fantastic players and fantastic coaches in in um, a top environment
0: yeah yeah um we we'll speak about the environment an awful lot, and you you mentioned the environment that the, the young players going to Newcastle and how how good it is. Is there anything you do in particular to that you know you you want to create that real positive learning environment for for the players that come into the academy?
1: Um, yeah, I'll just be myself, guys. Um, yeah. Just myself, just just fun. Energetic, enthusiastic—I uh, think those words best describe me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you if you were to see a session one of my sessions, you you'd see that. The most important thing is relating to a kid. Um, the sessions that I do—if I was a kid, would I enjoy that session? That's the first question I ask myself. So, if I won't enjoy that session as a kid, a session plan's ripped. It's gone out the window. The most important thing is that the kids got to enjoy it if the kids don't see it as hard work so you disguise the hard work through fun fun games and as long as the kids don't really see it as hard work you get the best out of them um, kids don't want to be told what to do all the time so always try to speak through questions challenge them but obviously there there is a yeah you, you have got to set the foundation which is obviously expectations such as um, behavior um just manners around the academy around around the building once you have those foundations there i think the rest takes care of itself
0: yeah great great advice great advice yannick um Yannick, like during the during well the, over the past year obviously the recent lockdowns that we've had um you've engaged with so many young footballers during this period Um, On a grassroots level, I'm I'm talking about now, to keep them active um, and engaged through web calls, uh, quizzes, uh, online football sessions, guest speakers. Um, The feedback um, that I've heard from what you did during that um, period, you know, was second to none. Um, It was outstanding. Um, and that's that was the feedback coming from from parents in the community um you know how does for me that must make you very proud but how did how do you feel about you know what you did to to you putting something back into grassroots yes but you know he he gave up a lot of time and effort uh to make sure that this really challenging period for families uh and young boys and girls that were missing the football uh, so much um, that you give so much to them?
1: Yeah, um, I think obviously during lockdown I think time is what we all had um, and the most important thing for me is making the most of my time and um, whether I'm doing something productive or whether I'm learning. Um, I couldn't just be sitting around the house, um, watching TV, I've got to be active, I've got to do something, I've got to do something positive. Um, most importantly, running Running two teams, I think under seven, under eight, I had to give them something. Um, couldn't just ignore the young kids. Parents going through a tough time. If I was able to do anything through the day for an hour, um, that would help out the parents massively. So I was lucky enough and that with the right people around me, who share the same agenda of wanting to help young children and parents. Um, we were able to obviously come up with some sort of routine during lockdown that would help to engage kids as well as parents and educate them both. Um, but most importantly, connect everyone together through Zoom sessions where the kids are still able to see friends, hear friends and that enough would um, brighten up their day. Um, so for me, it's it's all about what what we did. Everyone contributed towards that through lockdown. Um, Joe, Warwick, parents, so everyone brought ideas in, and those ideas were formed to try and make the best to, um try and make the best of what was a hard time for everyone.
0: Yeah, well, well done for for, for that, for what you uh, delivered during that period, Janik. Um it was very re- well received. Um and I know that. Um changing the subject slightly, um, we touched on it earlier. Um have you had any coaching mentors either at present that are supporting you in your development through your B, Um, or that you had when you first started out in in coaching. Um and had that tricky period of, what do I do next?
1: Yeah, um, I think first of all, the people are wide open. People are wide open or great. Um got Joe Danko, Warwick Stevenson, and of course yourself, Gaz, um, along with the Newcastle coaches, such as Robbie Welch, who guided and directed me on the Newcastle Foundation path. And of course, the current gaffer at the Academy, uh, Mark Bertram um who gave me the opportunity to work with a pre-academy and give something back to the club so those those people there all offered me huge guidance and support on not only coaching but on everyday life and i'll forever be grateful for that um it's nice to almost like um a second family so a second family of coaches who not only help you on your coaching journey, but also throughout life, um, giving guidance and support where you need it, such as university, um, UFAB, um just, just basic life stuff, um, stuff that I may not be aware of, that someone may have more knowledge of. I, I can always turn to those guys there and I know I'll be on the right path.
0: And do you feel these are invaluable to, to, to coaches' development,
1: um yeah, yeah yeah, yeah um hundred percent yeah, um, I think we're without without mentors without people wanting help with us, especially young coaches. Um, it's really hard. It's tough. Um, so luckily I was I was able to get some help from all of those all of those people there, and that obviously played a massive part in my development.
0: Yeah, young coaches, Yannick. Any advice for for young coaches out there that um or maybe possibly starting off on the on the FA playmaker and trying to get involved in coaching?
1: Um yeah. Um so I heard an, an interview a while back from Ben Dawson, who used to be the 23's um manager. I think he's got a he's got a another role now. Um so during that interview, I think Ben highlighted the importance of young coaches getting on the grass and doing the hard yards, I believe was the key yeah. the key message from that, doing the hard yards. Um, it's very easy for me to come out of the academy and think that the world owes me something. Um, it doesn't. Um, I had to do the hard yards. I had to do volunteering hours with the foundation, with the pre-academy. I um, had to get out there on the grass, um, in my own free time, watch coaches, learn new things. I used to go um, a few sessions with my notepad, jot a few things down. Um, so that's that's the main important thing. Um, get on the grass, study from other coaches, um, pinch loads of ideas, make you your own, and you, you should um, set yourself on the right path.
0: Yeah, great great advice, Yannick. And just leading on from that, then, so you know, we're at that time of the the season there where there might be footballers that have been on scholarship programs that you know haven't had the the news that they wanted. Um, what would be your advice to them um, from from your experience? Is it and and really sort of you know staying involved in the game you know that it's it's a passion to us that you know why we want to work in football um but what advice could you give to the 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 lads that are coming out of the game that experiences that you can share with them
1: um yeah definitely stay in the game um all the experiences you've learned and all the knowledge you've gained can you look to give it back to young aspiring footballers um dream big work hard it's never over always try hardest um but also be realistic and have options keep those open and um, that's the most important thing and the biggest advice i'd give to any young is don't give up make sure it's not tunnel vision that you've explored other options and your doors are wide open
0: yeah, and, and and Yannick, what does the future hold for yourself?
1: Oh, um, I'm, I'm hoping once I have um, finished my degree, um, I can look to walk into a full time job somewhere. Um, ideally, working in the football environment. Um, I do also have an interest um, working in schools. So somewhere along those lines um, would be great, great start.
0: Brilliant. Well, good luck with that, Yannick. It's been an absolute pleasure um, listening to your really inspirational uh, story from from pro to coach. And uh, we wish you good luck in the future.
1: Thank you very much, Gaz.